I had to pause and really think through, am I helping others with my story or am I trying to prove myself? That's Lindsay Hartz, and you're listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the Christian female entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way. Now let's dive into the show. Well, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so excited to have you. So for those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about who you are, who you serve, and what you offer. Yeah, absolutely. So I own the Hearts Agency and IgniteYourBookMarketing.com. Our goal is really to help authors grow their platform, launch their books, and earn income, um, really with meaningful marketing campaigns that will transform their readers' lives. So it's a really great job to have. I get to read books and, and help people have hope and change in their life. Exciting. And you know, that's a, that's a world I absolutely love. So, so fun. Tell us like what would be a a habit or a system, a process that's really helped you really start and grow your business? Yeah, it's interesting because I often joke around that I'm like the last person in the world that ever would have wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, You know, as someone who personally navigates complex PTSD and anxiety, um, I really like routine and structure and reliability. And unfortunately, entrepreneurship is not always that. There's a lot of new things happening. There's a lot of uh, just decisions you have to make and things you have to manage that left to my own devices um, were really hard for me in the beginning. And I think what's also interesting about entrepreneurship is it's become uh, very adept at helping me clearly see sources of fear and worry in my life and learn how to grow and stretch through them. So all the growth um, in my business has really resulted from my willingness to surrender, um, to be obedient to God and what he's called me to do, no matter what obstacles I face in my life or what circumstances are going on personally and professionally. And I really believe um, that this is my calling because the book changed my life. And I really want to help authors uh, do the same with their readers. So powerful. Surrender is something I think both you and I struggle with and probably the listener struggles with as well, Um, which, you know, which leads us into our next question, which is like, what is something that you see female Christian entrepreneurs doing that you'd recommend that they stop doing? Yeah, I'm going to answer this from a spiritual perspective and a practical perspective, if that's okay. Awesome. I think from a spiritual perspective, really doubting yourself um, and and focusing on areas you feel like you're not great at. I think we all um, as believers have that tendency to focus on what we need to improve when the reality is who we are has already been crafted by God, right? And we we are equipped and we are worthy. And that doesn't mean that we don't need to kind of look at ourselves and make sure that we're not making decisions or moving forward in a path that is harmful to ourselves or others. But at the same time, that doubt that creeps in and focusing on that is literally turning your focus away from Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So, for, so for me, I really find that my own worst critic is myself, you know, and I think we as women are very in tune with that negative voice and that doubt that tells us what we can or cannot do. Um, And the reality is that voice is often caused by unhealed trauma or negativity in our past that we can heal through Jesus, right? And refocus to the truth of who we are as a person 
um, as a woman, as a believer and in all of our roles. And practically, you know, when in doubt, I would say focus on your why. I mean, for me, it's why I started the business. I walked into a Christian bookstore as a non-believer, picked up a Christian book that was not the Bible at first, and it literally changed the trajectory of my life and led me here 15 years later where I'm running a business, helping other authors do the same, right? That's incredible. So I think, I think just having that, that perspective um, is, is really important. And, and one thing that I do to often remind myself is I have a little note on my desk that says, it is an honor and privilege to get to do what God has called me to do today. And every morning I look at that note before I get started and it really helps uh, quiet the voice of doubt that I have and helps me refocus on why I believe I'm here and why I believe I'm in this business. That's amazing. This idea just came over me, like as, as you share that story of like this idea of like what's happening in the book industry is a lot of the retail is shutting down, right? Like a lot of the, you know, family Christian bookstore, et cetera. Like yeah. one of my first jobs in America, after I, after I graduated from college in Canada, moved back to America, it was at a, what is at a Walden books, like a little, mm-hmm. you know, mall bookstore. And, and, and I remember just, just the experience of like people as they're walking through the mall, then they'd come into this, this place of refreshment because of the books. And, yeah. and, and I think we have an opportunity to, to be missional in our marketing, to be missional in our, in our business. And yet Absolutely. one of those key places has, has basically gone away. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where the, the ownership falls on us as believers. I mean, yeah. of course I, I run a marketing agency and I operate in the digital marketing world, which is a great place to reach others. Um, I often tell my authors, you know, our job is to plant seeds of faith and water seeds of faith. And the internet has actually given us a much broader field. Yeah. Right. To plant that harvest in, mm-hmm. but God's in control of the harvest. Yeah. But I also do things like have book clubs in my neighborhood. And I tell friends about books that I'm reading and I share, you know, just excerpts from books I'm reading for years after I've read them. So yes, the bookstore in, in itself is kind of um, becoming a less and less available place <laughs> to kind of connect with books, but we can still find other ways of outreach to help people and learn what's out there and what they can build a community around and build hope around in a book message. It's powerful. What's one Bible verse or biblical principle that's helped you with your business? Yeah. You know, I have one verse that has really sustained me um, throughout my life as a believer, which actually started in my thirties, 15 years ago, now uh, 45. And I think, I know, which is a great age, by the way. I'm almost there. (laughs) Except for all the random physical stuff that happens. I'm like, okay, God. But it's so true. Like than- I'm after this interview, literally I'm going to the doctor because I d- twisted my knee and she has to like, yeah. look at my knee. So yes, yeah. that's so true. It's, it's <laughs> funny. All, all the physical aches and pains start coming up, but I will tell you, you know, I feel like what I faced in my personal life and in my business professional life has been weariness in the battle. Some of this might be attributed to my somewhat younger faith, right? I didn't grow up in church and and all that jazz. So when I was 30, I was learning the Bible stories my five-year-old was learning in Sunday school, right? I love that. I love that. I also think, you know, we just have so many issues being thrown at us culturally, politically, and in the world 
um, that it's just exhausting <laughs> to be online sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, and that has kind of bled over into relational in-person relationships, especially with politics and pandemic and all that. And so sometimes it can just feel um, a little exhausting and like you want to isolate and just take care of your own, right? And so fighting the good fight to keep a meaningful business going forward I've really always come back to this verse and in and, and dealing with life issues, I've always come back to this and it's Psalm uh, 40 uh, verses two through three. And it's um, a reflection of my faith journey. Um, and it's, he drew me up from a pit of destruction and um, out of the miry bog, set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song to praise to our God Many will see in fear and put their trust in the Lord. Mm, I don't know powerful. that I need to say anything else to that. That's right? it. That's right? it. That's our purpose. And honestly, that is ultimately the measure of my success, right? Yep. Sharing the story, using my gifts for God's kingdom, and trying to draw people to the Lord, even if their situation or story isn't exactly identical to mine. So that is one thing I, I often hold to, to keep life and business moving forward. Just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's going to help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint, and I'm going to give it to you for free. You just go to briandixon.com slash blueprint to download it today. Well, Lindsay, tell us about mindset. I know you are, you know, work with authors and you and you and I've worked together on a couple of different projects and things through, through the years. And there's so much self-doubt, imposter syndrome, feeling like you're not enough. You don't have what it takes, all these, all these things, right? There's so much in our, in our heads uh, <laughs> when it comes to our mindset. So I'd love to hear a little bit about you. Like what's something that you've learned about your mindset and maybe a tip that you can share with our listeners. Yeah, I would say do it scared and learn how to refocus the the nervousness, the butterflies in the stomach that we all get. <laughs> you know, I, I really feel like um, fear is going to show up in every aspect of our life. Um, things that are unexpected, things are difficult, uh, things that we didn't anticipate. And then again, it goes back to the earlier conversation we were having about self-worth. Who am I? right? In this world, in God's eyes. And whenever we're pushing up against something that feels uncomfortable or out of our comfort zone, that fear can rise up and it can either propel us forward or cause us to have a hard break and stop. Mm -hmm. And I personally have been on the, the, the receiving end and both, both of those. <laughs> there are plenty of things that I've allowed um, to let me break and stop and not do that. I, that if I had been able to push through that, um, it, it probably could have been amazing. But I also believe that there's a lesson in me stopping and stopping and stopping every time I learned a little bit more about myself and about my faith and about how I could take one more step further the next time, right? Yeah. And when I'm saying refocus, I really think of, I often think about this of speaking, doing interviews and getting up on stage and doing workshops, um, honestly, is not my favorite thing in the world. It is also the one thing I get complimented on the most, which just cracks me up. Because if people had any idea what I have to go through mentally to do this, 
it, it would just blow their mind, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so for me, what I honestly do is I refocus that anxiety and the butterflies to anticipation of I am how I'm going to serve my audience. I'm going to help them. I'm equipped to help them. Um, I'm deigned to help them. My whole story has led me to this. And the nervousness is really just um, something to shift from about me. What are they going to think of me? <laughs> Am I going to make a mistake? I often joke around like nobody in the audience knows if I made a mistake. They don't know what I meant to say, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I also believe that God knows what they need to hear, right? Mm-hmm. So, so for me, it's really just taking that focus focus off how I'm feeling and rechanneling it into how all that energy can pour into the people in front of me. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's so true. I, I mean, a, a couple, it's been a while since I've been on the stage, you know, just because of so many conferences and things being shut down, they're starting to come back, which is great. But yeah. some of the most, I think the most powerful times of speaking has been when I'm about to say something and then literally like the Lord's like, Nope. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. What do you want me to say? You know? So I love that, that, and, and what you said is absolutely true is that even though, you know, maybe you made a mistake or you didn't say things the way exactly that you wanted it to say, like the audience doesn't know that, yeah. you know, and they're thinking about themselves anyway. And so I think for you just to put yourself out there and, and listen to the Lord and be faithful with that message that he's entrusted to you, you know, you never know the impact that it will make. Yeah. And I'll add just a note to this before we we move on. I really think, you know, just being authentic and honest about what's going on in your heart and your mind when you're speaking or writing to your readers makes a huge difference because I've been known to be doing a presentation and be going, okay, wait, hold on. I, I need a moment. I feel like I'm supposed to switch gears here, right? Just give me a moment and I'll walk over and I'll collect myself because, you know, when you're, you're having those moments of God's telling me to do something else. And you had all this plan in your head. I don't know if you're like that, but I'm like that. I'm like, wait, 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 you know, I've got to change directions. It gives me a moment to collect myself, but it also shows the audience that I'm human. Nobody wants to sit there and listen to someone who, who acts like they have it all together or know everything. They want to, to hear from people who have lived what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. who have learned lessons and can show them the way forward with education and knowledge, but also with grace and empathy. So good. Okay, Lindsay, my, the question I normally ask is, is where do you see opportunity, you know, right now in the industry? And, and, and if you have something you've already thought about, I'd love to hear that. But, you know, sure. a, a focused question uh, is, and, uh, this is a question I get all the time, and I'm sure you get all the time in, in the business that we're, we're both in, which is, when should I write a book? You know, I, I have clients that ask me that all the time or even on social media. It's like, you know, and I've, and I've seen people that like they've already self-published a book and they have a hundred copies sitting in the garage. And then others who are like just spamming every publisher, you know, hoping that yeah. they'll get picked. So I'd love your insight on when is it that it's, it's the right time to write a book in your career? Yeah, so it's it's really interesting because I have been asked for 10 years when I'm going to write a book because I have some crazy stories <laughs> of how God has worked in my life. And my response has always been, A, God hasn't opened that door for me yet. He hasn't opened that path for me yet, although he's starting to, which is interesting. Um, but also B, I need to be healed enough to be able to speak from a place of what God has done and continues to do. 
So, you know, funny story early on in my journey, before I actually started the marketing business, I actually started out just blogging, (laughs) being a writer. And it's interesting. um, I took that website down a long time ago because I was very convicted at the time that I was writing from a place of woundedness. Right. And while it served its purpose for me to get my voice heard and my story out, it wasn't having the impact that God would want with it, right? So I had to pause and really think through, am I helping others with my story or am I trying to prove myself to other people, right? And so in my journey, it really had a lot to do with, you know, you want to help people take a step forward or two or 10. And if you're, it's not that I didn't write in the mist. I have journals and journals and journals of my real raw thoughts. But when I ever turn it into a book, it's not going to be straight from those journals. It's going to be from, gosh, that's where I was 15 years, 10 years, five years ago. And this is where I am now. Because remember, the goal of these books is to help propel people forward in hope and faith and business and life and communication and finances, whatever your topic is about. And you need to be able to speak again with that authority, but also with wisdom. So that's kind of, you know, not a super specific write it at X, Y, or Z date, Mm -hmm. but I really do feel like that's really important. And that's what makes really compelling stories and books that people want to pick up. Yes. I love, I love that. Uh, and you mentioned, you mentioned healing and, and kind of revealing like the idea is, um, you know, um, heal, he allow yourself to be healed before you reveal like the, the right. idea of like, whatever you're going through right now, Hey, that's going to be, that might be gold one day to be shared, but maybe yeah. now it's not the right time to share it when you're going through the muck right now. Maybe it's time to really, you know, let the Lord work in you and through you in terms of just living through that process and growing through that process. And then to be able to turn around and say, look at the process that the Lord took me through. Maybe this can help you kind of yeah. in your journey. Yeah. And I will mention too, that sometimes the message isn't what you think it is when yeah. you're going through the situation. That's right. I actually, what I would have said I'm supposed to write about even two years ago is a wildly different from what I'm actually pretty sure I'm supposed to write about now. Yeah. And if I hadn't lived that life and spent years dedicated to reading these amazing books and creating these marketing campaigns and working with these authors and working in this online world, and, and really having a firsthand or a first row seat, I should say, to a lot of hurt in the world. I don't know that I would have fully been able to place what my message is mm-hmm. fully mm-hmm. without all that growth and without all that learning. Right. So, okay. so I'm just saying, you know, sometimes people think it's about their story or a specific situation that happened in their life, where I'm telling you after a good 10, 15 years of crazy situation after crazy situation, and you, you know, some of it just because we've known each other for a long time. Like, you know, I have been knocked down over and over and over again. And 
my willingness to get back up and go, okay, God, I don't know what that was still don't, (laughs) but I'm going to keep moving forward. And I really think there's a message there for entrepreneurs and for authors and writers in this creative process. So all to say, don't discount the the years of growth and learning um, because ultimately that's going to make for a better book and, and make you able to help more people beyond just the story that you have to tell about yourself. Amen. Love it. Where can people learn more about you? Oh, awesome. Well, you can visit uh, igniteyourbookmarketing.com. That is the future of my business. I'll leave it at that. Um, But what I'm really trying to do um, is make marketing more affordable and accessible uh, to authors because, as you know, uh, marketing campaigns can really rank up there in thousands upon thousands of dollars. Um, And ultimately, at the end of the day, my goal is to help readers get in touch with books that will help their lives become better, right? And the way I can do that is by supporting more authors and their endeavors and giving them affordable, effective marketing strategy. Um, this we We're writing all the content right now, but I'm like, can I just put, it's Lindsay's brain, like the way my crazy brain works. Yeah. <laughs> because, because the way I come up with marketing campaigns is pretty uh, unique and, and individual to me as a person. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally handing that to people and, and teaching you how to do it. So that's where you can okay. find more information about me and it, it will be out. Looks like in January. I love it. Igniteyourbookmarketing.com. Amazing. Yep. Lindsay, I w- I'm wondering if you would mind praying for our listeners today. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Lord, you know uh, who is here listening to this message, who needed to hear something in what Brian and I shared today. Um, We both stand before you humbly, um, not from a place of we know everything, but from a place of we have tried our best to walk the walk and live the talk and effectively share our gifts and knowledge with the people um, out there that need our help. Um, Everything that we do is to honor you. Um, Please give every entrepreneur or author listening um, the wisdom and the ability to just take a deep breath and trust. Trust that every moment of their life has been ordained for this. That every circumstance, every setback, every failure, every success is leading them closer and closer to you and, and closer and closer to bringing others to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lindsay, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more. See how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.